Welcome back about movies listener to another turn through space, time, and the infinite void of existence. In search of clues, answers, and explanations to life's greatest mysteries. It is time to explore the world of a millions. Now here is your brain host, who is definitely not doing this as punishment, Kent Garrison. Yes, thank you. Welcome in, man fam. Those of you east of the Rockies, west of the Rockies, and actually on the Rockies. Like, if your house is in the Rocky Mountains, or if you happen to be flying parallel to the Rockies in an airplane at this very moment, welcome. Welcome into another journey into the strange, into the unknown, and the disturbingly surreal. And I'm going to start with this question. What could be more disturbingly surreal than the minions? That's just one of many questions we're going to ask tonight. I'm going to take your questions later from east of the Rockies, as well as from west of of the Rockies. So be prepared to have your questions answered. Again, we are talking minions tonight. And um, I guess we can start things off by resetting. This is actually the second episode of this little journey, this little solo journey that I've, I've begun on the, uh, on the podcast. Um, this is a bet payoff. Not going to act like I'm here for my own volition. Sadly, I'm here because of choices that I've made, choices that I cannot go back in time and redo, sadly. But uh, if I did have a time machine, would I go back and redo these? Maybe. Honestly, maybe. Because it's pretty embarrassing. And um, I could have said before today that I had not seen Minions. But now I can't say that. I'll have to go to my gravestone with minions. And actually, that's probably what's going to be on the gravestone if Brian and Richard have anything to do with it. So, how did we arrive here, you might be asking. Why am I here by myself, sadly? Why would you want to listen to Kent talk about minions? Well, this is a long story that dates back uh, pretty far, actually. Uh, the, the podcast, Mad About Movies, has been going here for about six years now, seven years, maybe going into our sixth or seventh full year of doing a movie a week. And uh, throughout the time, we've been talking about things that we love, things that we hate. And uh, during those conversations, the things that you hate conversation just seems to uh, festate and gestate and fester and Jester, and Guster a little bit longer than, uh, than others. And probably the franchise that has gotten under my skin the most has been the Minions. Not Despicable Me. Um, I'm, I'm good with Gru, but it's the addition of the Minions and what they've done kind of to uh, me, my, my life, that has uh, been detrimental, to say the least. And we're going to explore it all here. So how did we arrive at Minions? Um, 
We let the VIPs in on this a little bit earlier. That's one of the many perks of being a MAMFAM VIP at madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIPs. They got to vote on which movie I would be talking about. If you remember, if you want to flash back a little bit in your mind, if you can get there, I talked about uh, Grown Ups 2 last year in, um, in punishment for our movie draft. Our movie draft is something that we do every single year here on Mad About Movies. Actually, this is going to be our third year to do it. And what we do is Brian Richard and I have kind of an affinity for fantasy sports. And this is sort of our movie version of fantasy sports that we can kind of bring onto the show. There's no real wagering going on other than us having to do a movie review a movie that we would necessarily otherwise not want to do on the show. Um, jokes on them, because I really wanted to do a Minions episode at some point, and uh, here we are, and I get to do it without um, them interjecting how awesome the Minions are into my thoughts. So, how did we arrive here? Um, let's flash back to last year. So the way that the movie draft actually works is each of us picks a movie um, that we think is going to do well this year. So last year would have been 2018. This year we're picking for 2019 um, this week. So we pick a movie, and then we go around the uh, horn. We each pick a movie, and then we go around the horn again. We pick another movie. We go around the horn four times. We each have four movies that we've picked that we believe are going to be successful, not only commercially, uh, meaning box office, meaning, uh, you know, I guess overall success during its run, but also critically. And it means it has to be well received by uh, the Rotten Tomatoes group of critics, is as it were. And um, that's kind of the ultimate factor in determining who wins. And so I lost the year before. We're not going to go over that one. If you want that uh, full review, you're going to have to listen to my review of Grown Ups 2. But we're not going to go down that road uh, anymore. So my movies last year that I, I staked my entire reputation as a person, really, um, my emotional reputation more than anything, on these four movies. I had the first overall pick in the draft, and the direction that I decided to go, the number one overall pick was Avengers Infinity War. And I would say that was probably a pretty good pick, considering Avengers Infinity War had an opening weekend of $257 million. It's pretty good. In fact, it's good enough for number one all time. So, things were started off pretty well for me in the movie draft. My second pick was... This one's tough. Solo, a Star Wars story. And Solo, a Star Wars story um, was one that I kind of re regret at the time um, right now. But I didn't at the time because uh, in my mind, I could not doubt the Star Wars machine. Um, as much as I thought that the movie could probably not succeed at the box office due to... Bad buzz. I thought the bad buzz was limited to the circles that 
we're in on the podcast and the kind of uh, critics community and uh, fanboy community. But it, of course, was not the case. It didn't do well. Um, strike one for me. And um, then Ant-Man and the Wasp did okay. That was my other pick. Um, that one was definitely in the positive for me. But where I really slipped up was in my wild card. My wild card pick was Slender Man. Yeah. Whew. That one's tough. In fact, it's it's probably tough enough to be actually the episode that I'm doing. It probably should have been. Uh, just can't talk Slender Man for 48 minutes. And uh, that would have been punishment enough, definitely. If you remember my uh, list this past year on worst movies of all time. Not not of all time, actually, of this past year. Slender Man was on the list. It was... Uh, was on the list of, of worst movies of 2018 and um, easily would have been just as much punishment as the Minions. But nonetheless, um, the punishment for me losing the movie draft was for me to do an episode on, on a movie of the VIPs choosing. And I'm going to go over the list on the ones that they chose, see if they actually made the right decision here. We start off with Minions. Blended. It's actually the Adam Sandler version of Blended. Not the one with uh, Michael Caine, actually. Then we have Tag. And uh, my, my personal choice, which is what I was hoping for, was just for me to review Grown Ups 2 again. And that got the least amount of votes from the VIPs. So, sad on you, VIPs. You let me down. You never let me down in the past. This is the one time you've ever let me down is actually picking Minions. So we had Grown Ups 2 with 3% of the vote. 54% of our VIPs voted for me to uh, to review Minions here for the lovely MamFam. And uh, I'm going to go over some of the comments. Ryan Kirk said, Minions! With three exclamation points. Leanne Absalom followed that up with Minions with 11 exclamation points. You're on my bad list, Leanne. And Eric Alexander says, Oh no, if Kent is going to review Minions, that means I have to watch it too. So, I guess ultimately, we all lose here, right? Anyway, on to the review portion of the program. The uh, Minions... Derive from Despicable Me 1 and 2. Uh, and Despicable Me 3 would, I guess, it was probably in the gestation period, but would not come to fruition until after the success, sadly, of Minions. Let's go back and look at that success of Minions, shall we? Minions opened to a box office debut. Not total. Debut of $115 million. Yes, Minions is the number 40 best opening of all time. Let's just go over some of the movies that it uh, beat out. Once again, these are movies that Minions, Minions has a better box office opening than. Spider-Man. Yes, that's the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. <laughs> Toy Story 3. Yes, that's uh, probably 
Library of Congress inductee someday, Toy Story 3. Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, Episode 3. The Jungle Book, Wonder Woman, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Indiana Jones 4, which I, it's a typo here. It actually says it doesn't exist. Um, it's actually uh, got an asterisk. It says movie does not exist. Okay, never mind. Uh, Fate of the Furious, Iron Man, original Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Justice League, The Matrix Reloaded, Inside Out, Logan, Skyfall, Spider-Man 2, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Wow. The Passion of the Christ. I guess we'll just leave it at that. Minions made 30 more million dollars opening weekend than the passion of the Christ. Hmm. Let's move on to our review of Minions. Now what I've done here, just to give you a little bit of context, is I've taken some audio from the movie Minions. We're going to play it back for you. How well does Minions tell its story with only audio? Let's find out. Again, this is real audio from Minions. If at any point you find this to be too unbearable to continue, please do not hesitate to stop this podcast. This is an audio experience I like to call Three Minions Fight Over a Banana Before Jello Wrestling to the Rolling Stones on a Cruise Ship. Sounds like some seagulls got involved in that jello wrestling. I don't know what that's about. But nothing is off limits with the minions. This audio experience I have dubbed Three Minions Savagely Murder Two Other Minions with Chainsaws and a Machete. But you be the judge. Listening to all of this audio has actually led me to the question in my mind, should we be using this in Guantanamo? I don't mean to get political here, but you tell me.
you might have noticed the minion language. I'm not making this part up either. The language is officially dubbed Minionese. I don't want to offend any cultures out there. Again, I'm just relaying the facts. The language is called Minionese. Now, how do you speak Minionese, you ask? Well, you're in luck, because I have the answer. Here are 25 Minionese words every minion lover needs to know by heart. Because banana. By Rachina Srivanstava. And I'm not making this up. This is from storypick.com. 25 Minionese words every minion lover needs to know by heart. Because banana. That's the headline. You've noticed some of these words that the minions just throw in there, such as banana. Every other word, you know, it seems like just say gibberish and then mix banana in there. Banana, papaya. Banana, travolta, Luca, Verona, banana, mocha, vagina, Verona. You get the picture. 25 minion words every minion lover needs to know by heart because banana. So Rachina starts the article. And forgive me if I spend the next 40 minutes on this. I'm just going to go through this line by line. If you're a minion fan, you find these yellow beings too cute to handle. Do you want to know what language they speak? Known as minionese or banana language, commonly. These minion words are taken from various languages across the globe. And we're very sorry if your language is one of those. That's actually not what they said, but I can speak for everybody. So number one, if you need some uh, help with your daily dictionary, we've got you covered. The first phrase is, can we start? And uh, you say, pudina. The next phrase is hello, and in Minion, you say, bello. <laughs> uh, sorry to my friend Austin Bello to be associated with the Minions in any kind of way. Goodbye is pupai. Again, the Minionese phrase for goodbye is poop pie. P-O- you, yeah, I don't need to, yeah. Pupai. Thank you has been abbreviated to thank you in Minionese. And I'm sorry. Bidu. There's always been a question nationally about education in this country, in this world. Where's the human race going? 5,000 years ago, were we better off than we are today? These are the types of questions we like to answer on this program. We like to look beyond the world of today into the world of tomorrow, into the world of the past, and ask, are we moving in the right direction? Do the minions and their minionese 
speak. Is that moving us forward, backward, sideways? If you want to say, how dare you in Minionese, you say, Salaka. If you want to say, I hate you in Minionese, all you have to say is, Ta-ta-ta-ta, Balatu. This is the last one we're going to talk about in our Minionese um, lesson here. Is, if you want to say, I swear, in Minionese, you just say underwear. Underwear. Underwear by the moon and the star. It's got kind of a ring to it. Banana. Some of the minion names. Go over those. We've got Bob, Stuart, and Kevin. The stars of Minions. We've got Frank. We've got Tony. Quincy. There's Rodriguez. Trevor. Chad and Brad. Weinstein. Oh, that's probably not good in retrospect. Probably need to change that. We've got Jeff with a G. Good to see the Jeffs with G get representation every now and then, you know? It's not G off. It's Jeff, guys. It's Jeff. Dord? I don't, that's, I guess it's not a name, but it is, it's a minion name. Dord? D-O-O-R. Apostrophe D. Dord? Doord? You tell me. Percy. Percy the Minion. I'm noticing rampant sexism with these minions as well. Are they asexual? What's going on there? I'm just going to ask. I'm asking the question, throwing it out there. What's going on there with the minions? We know they have butts. We've seen the butts. We need answers. I'm just asking questions. Just I'm just throwing questions out into the universe for people to answer. If you've got the answers, let me know. Write in to Kent Asks Questions, Doesn't Give Answers, at madaboutmoviespodcast.com. We're going to answer some of your questions from west of the Rockies, east of the Rockies, and beyond. This question comes from Dord in New Jersey. Oh, guess it is a name. Dord asks, Kent, my three-year-old son Bartholomew only speaks Minionese. I'm really confused and confounded because I've only shown him Despicable Me Despicable Me 2, Despicable Me 3, and Minions once a day for the past two and a half years. I mean, he wants to watch it. And who am I to decide for a perfectly capable 18-month-old? What should I do? Is it too late to turn back? Yours truly, Dord. Dord. 
Well, Dord, it is too late to turn back. It's too late to apologize. It's too late. And I've got a Minionese phrase for you. It's ta-ta-ta, balatu. No bananas for you. This next question comes from somewhere, maybe the Rockies themselves, from Reddit on our relationship advice. And this person asks, I, 36-year-old female, just found out that the guy I'm dating, 38-year-old male, enjoys minion memes. I am seriously reconsidering this. She goes on to say, I'm not joking. He sent me five minion memes at different times while I don't have him on Facebook and some posts are minion related. He does not have children. We've only been dating for about a month and I'm on the fence about whether to continue for non-minion related reasons. But this minion meme thing really tips the scales. Am I insane to consider dumping somebody for minions? Well, 36-year-old female, no. Our last question comes from west of the Rockies tonight. And you can, again, send your questions in at Kent Answers Questions. Doesn't ask for answers at madaboutmoviespodcast.com. This question comes from Cecily in Reno, Nevada. Kent, love the show. Thank you. Thank you for what you do to your body. You're welcome. If you could rid the world of the minions or suicide, what would you choose? Well, Cecily, if we did get rid of the minions, wouldn't suicide automatically vanish too? I can say for certain that the threat would certainly decrease. Thank you to everyone who sent their questions in this week. So the question remains, what is next for the minions? Have we seen the last of them? Will they return? Have they even been here before? Did we just make them up out of thin air or have they always been a part of our collective consciousness? Some of you might know that the creators of Minions also created The Grinch, according to the Grinch movie poster. And the creators of Minions are bringing back Shrek. So is it possible that in some kind of twisted meme hurricane that we could get a Shrek Minion Brony, Spongebob, furry combo movie at some point? What kind of message are we imparting to today's youth with the minions? That you should have limited linguistic ability and seek to be evil? Hmm? Is that it? Is that what we want to teach them? Really, the only overarching theme of the movie that I can derive is banana. And I haven't even mentioned the fact that the Minions are a ripoff of the aliens from Toy Story. 
We are eternally grateful. The marketing budget for Minions was $600 million. Yes, you heard that correctly. The marketing budget from Universal Pictures for Minions was $600 million. Do I even need to mention the amount of charities that could use $600 million? What's the opposite of charity? Terrorism? Robbery? Visual assault? Auditory assault? Does this qualify as any of those? How did the Beatles get involved in all of this? Is that just so every parent that's in the audience doesn't walk out of the theater? Oh, look, it's the Beatles. I remember them from back in my day. My kid doesn't care at all, but hey, that stuff's in there for me. Thanks. One positive thing I can say about the Minions is that they should serve as a great form of birth control. Because I definitely don't want to have a kid anytime soon. They're going to one day possibly have a chance of speaking Minionese. There's one thing I've learned from all of this. It's that there are brighter days ahead for all of us. Because there's no way that life can get darker than the Minions. Thank you for listening. I hope this information will improve your life today and beyond. Take care of yourself and keep your eyes on the skies.